You wipe your ass, you peasant. <laughs> you peasant. I have a bidet. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I have a tiny oh. hamster that cleans my butthole every time I go to the bathroom. <laughs> With its bare little nugget fingers. <laughs> Once and movie, sit Welcome to the Haven't Seen It Podcast. This is a podcast where we bring people on the show, we get them really drunk, and they tell me about a movie that I've never seen before. I am Alenka Zach. I, I, Alenka Zach. Sorry, I, Alenka. I'm sorry. I really wanted to introduce her. You want to do it again? No, I like this so much better where I'm jumping on your intro. Okay, good. And I will. I like it so much. I don't even want to introduce... Yeah, I don't want to yeah, introduce is. our guest. I want our guest to introduce because this is a good theme. All oh, right. Oh, okay, hello. I am. No, no. Oh, you you say, it. and I, Rebecca. And God I, da- Rebecca. I nailed it. I, I God nailed damn it. it. <laughs> Why? It's and Why? I, not yes and. Fuck. <laughs> and I, Guys, we, Rebecca. We have. Thank you. Finally, Jesus Christ. You got listeners, you'll understand momentarily when we explain to you what movie we're gonna see. You could guess, but I think you might guess wrong because I think this movie is like another movie that also is like I something, but it's not. I'll explain later. Speaking of yes and we have another hilarious improviser on our freaking show today, you guys, from the beautiful laughs on tap and the beautiful descendants brewery. Hilarious trivia comedian hostess, Rebecca fucking Young. That's me. Hello. Thank you guys so much for having me. Thank, Thank you, you for, for coming on. I guess I should I'm say I'm, I'm technically still Rebecca Young, but I did get married last October, so oh. I should be Rebecca Neal, but uh, that's a questionable. But fuck that guy. <sighs> yeah, we don't like Matt, so we're just not going to. <laughs> If we wanted Matt on the show, we would have asked him. We don't want his last (laughs) name on the show either. (laughs) Okay. Just kidding. Congratulations. Scratch everything I just said. I'm just Rebecca Young. Forever and always, that's me. From now on, you're just Reb. Just Reb. Okay. That's me. Reb without a cause. Oh, nice. Which is, I I mean, Reb without a cause. I do like that. I mean, Mm -hmm. I usually... Uh, so I, yeah, I do trivia hosting a lot of the time and people usually call me like Alex Trebecca and <gasps> I like oh. Reba with a cause, without a cause better. Honestly, well, your cause is asking people questions. That's what it is. My cause Alex is Trebecca? asking questions. Yeah. Pretty damn good. Not too mm-hmm. bad. I mean, uh, Alex Trebek, he's looking for a new, uh, replacement. So here I am. Email him. Alex, I, you're I'll out just, there. Oh yeah, I got that his Gmail. Too soon? That's too I'm soon. just gonna text him. What's not? He, <laughs> what's not? It's not. Nothing's too soon. Nothing's wrong. <laughs> he's he's still alive. He's fine. He's kicking. That's true. He's, nothing bad it's has fine. ever happened to him. Why wait? You know wh- wh- why? Just always wait. What what is too soon? What is too early? What is too late? These, you know. These are the questions. Let's I ask say myself. the things you need to say now mm-hmm. because tomorrow may never be. So Alex Trebek. Stop doing what you're doing and give it to Rebecca Young. Neil. Young you Neil. Go. Neil there Young. You go, yeah. <laughs> young Neil. One, we have a, a female host and also Canadian. 
Like keep, yes. Yeah. Keep it going. Just keep it going. Canada keep that style. Canadian. You know, there was already a guy. Give it to a lady. I'm a lady. Yeah, it's 2020, I'm, Alex. It's 2020, <laughs> Alex. It is totally Figure Alex's it out. choice. It is always going to be it's his It's always choice. his choice. I will, yeah. I will bow down to whoever he chooses, but also pick me. Yeah, choose the right one, Alex. All right, listeners, we're starting to hashtag. Hashtag Rebecca Young for Jeopardy. Yes. Host, replacing Alex Trebek. That's how long the hashtag Yeah, let's be. start a that's hashtag. It. Actually, also, that's called replace Alex Trebek 2020 and see how well that goes. No, no, don't kick him out. He can stay as long as he wants. But just when he does, when he does leave. Just give me the crown, you know. <laughs> I, I don't want to push him out too soon because he is. But a I do want to start the hashtag. Yeah. Well, no, no, but no. also, you can't, you can't gracefully you you take over. You can't gracefully take over. You gotta. <laughs> There's kick gonna his be ass some heat. I gotta, to the curb. <laughs> There's gonna be heat. Kick him while he's down. <laughs> oh God, he's a Sometimes, treasure. <laughs> you know, Alex Trebek. If you're listening, we're sorry. Um... <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like making fun of Alex Trebek is like on the same level as making fun of Fred Rogers. You just can't, or else you feel Who's bad. Just don't do it, Mister Rogers. Yeah, I know. Accurate way to wait. Yep. So Hasn't I watched Mister Rogers. No sweater. He had a sweater, and was there a train? Little baby train. Oh, are we going to do the little baby train, Mister Rogers? Baby. There was a baby mm. train with the puppets. Yeah. No, I mm. watched him. I don't remember what it was I, about. I gotta say, I watched I watched more Mr. Dress Up than Fred Rogers. I think too, which Me also too. Uh, bananas friends. in pajamas and <gasps> bananas. What's and pajamas. that? What's that one? Oh, oh, uh, polka dot door. You're thinking of um, uh, what was the, Scribble? Scribble was his name. That Scribble? was the name. But what was <laughs> yes. that show? Polka dot I door and polka dot no. shorts. Mm, I don't Pingu. know about that. Oh, there's Pingu. <laughs> oh fuck! I uh, I had the Catholic version. I don't know. Catholic. There was a Catholic version. Uh, there's a Catholic no. version of everything. There's, of course. I just yeah, always use Catholicism as an excuse for my <laughs> ignorance, but it's not. It's not accurate. You're not the only person that does that. Let's just be no. honest. <laughs> I just want a default. I just want something mm. to buffer my stupidity. And yeah. well, um, speaking of ignorance, sorry. Alenka, hmm? you're very ignorant of this movie. Oh, for real though. It. Yeah. And what yeah. are we talking about today? We're talking about I Tanya. I come a Tanya. Is there an exclamation mark? No. No. Okay. I comma Tanya. I comma Tanya, which <laughs> here's what I think about it and what I perhaps know about it. Um, first, uh, Margie, Mar- Margot Robbie. Mm-hmm. Margot Robbie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this is a comedy, but I feel like her hair is comedic in it. So <laughs> I assumed it was a comedy. Is Do it curly? It yeah, for a lot of it's it, like it's poofy. curly. It's poofy. she's yeah, Russian. Yeah. I mean, maybe no, no, okay, don't not know. even. No. Okay. She's very she skates. She's a figure skater. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yes. yeah, yeah. Yep. So okay, this is what I thought is I thought she was a Russian figure skater because her name was Tanya, and I thought it was like Tonya, and <laughs> I Tonya. I thought it was like again because like the foreign. 
like just the broken English, like her introducing herself. <laughs> um, I did think it was perhaps a comedy. I'm going to say it's a dark comedy. That's the vibe I'm getting. Also, fun yeah, okay. fact. Say. Yeah. When I lived in New York, um, there was like a used DVD shop that I went to. And I specifically remember seeing a bootlegged version of Itonia. And it just had a picture of the figure skate, like uh, skate. And there was a note beside it that said, actually, not bad. <laughs> what a great so, review yeah so that's um that's legitimately all i know about this movie I you no know what i clue. think i think blockbuster would have done a lot better if they just put post-it notes of what they thought of every movie <laughs> yeah. on the top of it. they never would have gotten bankrupt they wouldn't have because people love honest reviews exactly it's true. It's i true. would say actually not bad would be my review yeah. yeah, I I enjoy it. I I okay. really enjoyed it. I I remember watching it probably less than a year ago when it first came out onto uh the the Flet Nicks. I don't know. Can what we that? talk? Can we talk about what actual Netflix is? I don't know. Yeah, uh, I remember <laughs> when I <laughs> they, do they sponsor us? I don't know. Um, oh yeah, not yet, not yet, <laughs> not yet. But they will. They will. They will. Uh, Fuckers. I remember watching it. I've watched it a couple times now. And uh, yeah, each time I watch it, I feel like I have the same kind of impact. It was, it's a fun movie. It's okay. interesting to watch. There's never a dull moment. And uh, yeah, a lot of good acting. A lot of good acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's That's definitely key. not, it's, you know what I would say? So it's, I, I like it because it's, it's, uh, it's, somewhat biographical but you can tell that there are a lot of artistic liberties taken with it and the liberties that they've taken with it has made the story more interesting it makes it a bit funnier it makes it more compelling and it makes it a little bit more believable because Mm -hmm. it's i mean i don't want to give away too much but it's based on real events she an olympian yeah and it it makes i mean yeah it makes athleticism and the Olympics seem really cool and kind of punk rock. So mm-hmm. interesting because what I had assumed also, again, because I thought she was Russian, I thought it was going to be like that whole Russian gymnast type of movie where it's just like, whoa, that's intense. You shoot a bullet at that young girl's arm so that she skates faster. <laughs> but oh, I God. suppose she's American. So I, that's not- yeah. That's, well, that's yeah. exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think who, I think that'd be the better movie. Actually, are women really in America named Tanya? Yeah. No. <laughs> are there, I don't think. Do so. you just ask name. if there's people named because Tanya? it's spelt the Russian way? It's not spelt Tanya. It's it's spelt like Tonya. It's I just spelled feel Tanya? like. It's not spelled no. Tanya, but it's spelled Tanya, like T O N Y A. Which is the Russian way, I guess. It just seems like a very—I don't know—I can't get the <laughs> Russian out of my mind, and something about it just like—I feel like Margie. Margie is her new name. Margo. That's because you're Eastern European, Margie. so you've just got that on the brain. So yeah, yeah you're just constantly—you're <laughs> ready for it to be a foreign affair. I would love it to be. Always. So whatever bits we can smudge the lines on here, just do mm-hmm. it for me. Well, 
only one of us is probably drinking the real legit drink and it's not me folks <laughs> it's actually but, not well <laughs> i have to say i'm i'm drinking it and it is much better than i thought it would be i thought it was going to be like pretty strong Gross. and crazy mm. it's strong but it's drinkable mine's tasting She's more like the, the quid pro quo from our songs of the lambs <gasps> episode so no, not I'm the bean so juice, sorry. but just the really dark wine mixed with other things. But let's get to oh. that. Our drink today is called uh, the Triple Axle, and I've sort of modeled it off of Tanya Harding herself. Okay. Uh, the drink is, uh, there's not really measurements, but you could just put half bourbon <laughs> whiskey Cuts and half seed. champagne, and then you can top that. With some ice, you can maybe shave the ice if you want to get a little skate. Oh, I get it. And then uh, squeeze some lemon juice in that, get some lemony flavors on top. Maybe to represent blonde hair. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's very, it's very yellow looking, very reminiscent of our curly, crazy hair that we talked about. So actually, I'm kind of curious. Do you know anything about like the real story? Nope. (laughs) I don't watch the Olympics. I just literally Googled Tanya Harding to see the hair and it just said something like disgraced Olympian or whatever. And I was like, ooh, drama. Drama. Well, here, As evident I'm in very our previous episodes, I don't think Alenka is a big student of any kind of history. Listen, uh, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> you are absolutely right. I like to live in the goddamn moment. Yeah, in the <laughs> in, moment. In my own cognitive <laughs> activity pretty much i don't like to this is stressful let's not talk about me let's talk about tanya let's not talk about you let's talk about tanya i tanya i tanya rebecca take it away how does this movie start okay so uh this movie uh starts off um right off the bat you get like those the black screen and the text on the screen telling you basically laying down the scene and it's like okay so it's based on irony free wildly contradictory totally true interviews with tanya harding and jeff galuli mm-hmm. who are they who's jeff galuli okay. that sounds so familiar and also when you said her last name sounds so familiar okay well that's did good family guy talk about them <laughs> Probably at some point. I, I would guarantee it. I like every it TV show out there that's gonna make a reference on it is probably made a reference on it. Uh, yeah. so you got um, Tanya Harding. Uh she's a former Olympic figure skater. Yeah. And then you also get Jeff Galuli, who is Tanya Harding's ex-husband. Mm-hmm. Oh no. And you you see them uh present day or like present day as in like couple years ago this movie came out in like 2017 so this is like relatively recent they've aged but you're watching kind of like it's almost like mockumentary style that you see them they're getting interviewed uh by this like camera crew in their own houses um tanya is probably like 40 years old at this time almost 40 same with jeff galuli that's a fun name to say i was just gonna say it's so fun Galuli, Galuli, Galuli. Uh, unfortunately, mm-hmm. that's not his real name anymore. He changed what the fuck, it to Jeff. <laughs> he changed it to Jeff. What is it? Jeff Stone. Jeff so Stone, that's dumb. Yeah. That's a boring name. Just Galuli is pretty recognizable Galuli. after this incident. So. Galuli. What a bitch. 
Keep so your you name. know, you know, Tanya is a, a former Olympian and a former figure skater. Okay. Uh, she's aged. She's smoking she a cigarette. She's comfortable oh. in her bed, in her in her kitchener, uh, in her kitchen. <laughs> in a kitchener bed. She's done the kitchener bed. That's where I am. Uh, she's in her kitchen. She's smoking a cigarette. Jeff Galuli. I think it's funny because I think the first shot is him, and you see like the boomstick, so you can yeah. tell that they're like getting ready. And he's just mm-hmm. like, "Oh, that's too close to me." Like it's interesting because <laughs> I think it's shit. Speaks- it speaks levels to the idea that he seems to know how to record himself. So it's like, you already kind of know that he's been in front of the limelight a little while. Mm. Uh, you also meet uh, Tanya Harding's mother, uh, Lavona, Lavana. Cool. I think it's yeah, Lavana. Lavana Harding. Lavon, they have very yeah. Russian-esque names. <laughs> well, Lavana, like that's, and it's like capital L A capital V O N A. Yeah, like you know, it's one of those like fancy, fancy American names. They're everyone's American. Everyone is from like the the middle North American aspect. So they're American through and through. Sorry, I gotta. Sorry. Great. <laughs> um, yeah, and Tanya Harding's mother. Well, for one, we know Tanya Harding's played by Margot Robbie. Margie. Margie. Margot. And Margie. Tanya Harding's mother, Lavona, is played by Allison Janney, who is a boss. Allison, Allison She's great. Janney. Who is amazing. Allison Janney is amazing. So if I watch TV, I might know. She's in everything. Yeah. She is an absolute badass and she's a really, really good actress. Really good at oh, playing yeah. roles where, yeah. you know, the women are kind of like badasses, but also hard asses. So Margot Rob Margot Robbie is playing Tanya Harding. Uh <laughs> Allison Janney is playing Robbie. her mom Lavana. Uh Jeff Galuli is played mm-hmm. by Sebastian Stan. Galuli. Who I mm-hmm. only really know because uh, he's the Winter Soldier in the yeah, Avenger in movies. Yeah. yeah, in the in the Marvel no, movies. I don't know. Don't know what that is. He's That's a guy. fair. He's good. He's great in this movie. He is like because he's such like a uh, man in Marvel, but here he's like he's so interesting. <laughs> he's such a he is. He's got. He's a very. Guy. He's a very complex character in this movie. Oh yeah. So and and not only is he is an interesting character, I think it's safe to say that every single character in this movie is very eccentric and like memorable. Like and for instance, <laughs> and terrible. They're and all terrible? Really garbage people. They're all bad people. Oh no. <laughs> Even You're Tony gonna... Harding, like she's <gasps> not. <laughs> but you 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 sympathize with all the characters and I think that's one of the things that this movie does best is that it makes you sympathize with even the crappiest of individuals. Like Oh yeah. That's good. I like that. Another thing I really want to point out is uh Lavona or Lavana, uh Allison Janney's character, the first scene you see with her, she's getting interviewed. I'm pretty sure she's got like a big cigarette in her mouth and she's got a parrot on her shoulder. So she's got a pet parrot who she says is her sixth husband. <laughs> yikes. Yikes. I, yikes. 
<laughs> Yikey yikes. Like, she like coos to it. Like she like kind of like comforts it. Like, oh, you're my beautiful boy. You're beautiful. I love you. But then Yucko. also it's just like, <laughs> don't mess with me when it like nipples on her ears. Like she just switches in an instant. Yeah. And it's funny because that's, that's real. Like at the end credits of this movie, we see some of these interviews in actuality. And that is a real interview with her mother. And her mother was wearing the same outfit with a parrot on her shoulder. Looks you know, like big, she looks uncanny. Big yeah. fur coat, big glasses, has like an oxygen tube running out of her nose. And like the worst bowl cut I think I've ever seen. Or the best. Uh, or the best. I mean, depending on your view. And that like, is a precision cut, you know. <laughs> this woman would be a treat to meet. Oh, yeah. Nice. Well, so we're introduced to the cast of characters pretty much kind of in through these different interviews that kind of talk a little bit about different things going on of what happened. Like, what but, do they uh, say, the, though? The movie, what are they well, saying? I, I can't say. We're not going to say specific or else we're going to be here all to, night. You have to, though. No, no, it's frame by frame. I don't remember frame. what they said specifically. They, they say a lot of funny, witty things. <laughs> Rough around yeah. the edges type things. So we can definitely, we can confirm. So this is definitely a black comedy. It's still mm. a drama because there are very serious uh, things that happen and it is, like, based on true events. But it's definitely a, a black comedy, I think, first and foremost. There's a lot of comedic aspects to it and the way that they, like, kind of have that mockumentary style with real people and duplicating very similar experiences that they actually had with the real people. They make it very light and funny and comment on the darkness of the entire situation. Mm -hmm. um, so right off the bat, you realize that uh, Tanya Harding, she is the fifth child from husband number four Yikes. of her mother. So her mother has married numerous times, has had numerous kids. This is husband is number four. Is she rich? Four. No. Nope. They are really? dirt poor. They're yeah, poor. They really? That's yeah. interesting. Amazing. You have you have four kids. You have five kids, and you're not rich. Uh, shocking. Uh, <laughs> but all those so divorces. That's probably another thing that she that's probably hasn't odd. done too well with. Right. <laughs> I don't think. I think the husbands have just taken what off. What year is uh, this? This okay, is in the eighties. Okay. So um, I. Uh, I mean, everything takes place uh, like late 80s early 90s mostly yeah. uh but the first scene is in 1974 when tanya is four years old and her mother's oh. walking her on the ice to basically get her skating lessons cute yes yeah which is really cute she's an adorable little girl they have a really good little like child actress that's so adorable uh hey, her child. mom takes her yeah well it is what it <laughs> they're is. more talented than I am. A lot so of them are I very am. talented. Uh, they're going to be destined to have a really bad upbringing, probably statistically. <laughs> they're going to need. Well, counseling will help. Counseling yeah, will help everybody. It's 2020. It's 2020. They'll find out. They'll be fine. Uh, will be okay. <laughs> so you have uh, Allison Janney, the mom. She's taken her uh, like four year old kid to the rink and they meet Diane Rawlinson who is a coach. She's a really prestigious coach in the uh, area that they live in. And Which Allison is Portland, Jane, Oregon. Portland, oh, Portland, Oregon. I hear that's yeah. a place with hipsters in it. Oregon. A fun place. I want to go. Yeah. 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 
So yeah, uh, she she takes her into this arena, goes onto the ice, and is like, "Yo, my kid is talented as hell. You should probably train her." Uh-huh. And uh, Diane is like, "I don't take kids this small because she's she's a baby. She's four years old. She's a very young child." Allison Janney's character is like, "You know what, baby girl? Just go, just go skate. Enjoy yourself. You're on the ice. Go on out." And she's talking to Diane, basically being like, I don't got a lot of money, but this girl, this kid is talented. If you don't take her on, you're an idiot. And uh, all while she's smoking a cigarette. I feel like she's smoking the entire movie. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> that she, she asked her to put it out. And so. Yeah, she asked her yeah. to Does put she? it out. And she's like, I'll just smoke it silently. And then keep smoking it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. So, yeah, she doesn't she doesn't give a she doesn't give a shit about what anybody says and tells her what to do. So uh, young Tanya, four year old Tanya is flying around the rank. She's a natural. You can tell that she is like a prodigy. She knows how to do things that she shouldn't know how to do at the age of four. Mm. Diane is like, OK, fine, I'll take her on whatever. Uh, and then you like see through like this kind of montage of her growing up and she goes to practice, which if you're a figure skater and you're in practice, you're like going at four thirty, five o'clock in the morning to go practice. Which oh, yeah. so early. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. It's the same if you're like one of those hockey players that it's like you're going go to go to the NHL. <laughs> oh, oh, it's super really? early. Yeah. Well, I feel yeah. like they have to get in early to practice so that later on in the day they can use the arena for like public skating and like mm-hmm. hockey games well, and actual also competitions. Like practicing twice a day, so you practice early morning, go to school, and then practice after school. That's kind of the idea. Okay. It's as mm-hmm. much practice as you can till yeah. you kill yourself. Yeah, basically Whoa. every time you don't sleep, okay. you just you sleep for a very minimal amount of time. You eat, you drink you skate that's that's it yeah same and there's same, a really again though this is the black comedy because it's very it's not presented in this horrifying way and there's a she's a little girl she's skating but she really has to use the washroom and her mother is just like berating her on the ice and her mother doesn't let her go to the washroom and while she's oh, no. skating she just starts peeing down her leg yeah, so you start to realize really quickly that the mother is not the most compassionate woman, which I think we've kind of already discovered. Yeah. Uh, and there were, this is actually true as well, that there were people at the arena that she would practice at that were on record saying like, yeah, her mom was so hard on her that she'd be like, I paid for these practice lessons. You are going to get every single minute out of them. And if you have to pee, you are going to pee in your pretty little outfit and keep on skating because that's crazy. You can pee on your own time, but not on my time. Hmm. Wow. How long were these training sessions? Oh, I don't know. Probably, probably a couple hours. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. And then this also starts the whole idea that everyone's an unreliable narrator because Tanya Harden, it comes back to her interview and she talks about, her mom beating her basically. And then it's like montage of her mom just slapping her on the head or pushing her off her chair and like really pretty much like beating her. But in this montage, black comedy way, like they really make abuse seem like 
fun. It's not almost comical. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, well, she hit me. And when you think like, oh, somebody hit you, it's like they punched you in the face. But it's just like little like whaps all over here. I think there's like a specific scene where she beats the crap out of her in the arena, like in one of the back hallways with a, a, a brush or a comb. And yeah. she's like, you didn't do good enough. You didn't land that turn perfectly. God damn it. You're so talented, but you're not talented enough. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then it cuts to like an interview with Lavona, Lavona, and she's like, I never hit her. And it's yeah. kind of like they both you know she says she never hit her. Mm-hmm. She says she did. She probably did hit her. Yeah, it's <laughs> like it's a lot of he said, she said. And but that's where it comes back. Yeah. It's like this is this whole movie is from the perspective of Tanya. Mm-hmm. And that is what we're taking. Yeah, it's it. a they sympathetic did. portrayal of Tanya Harding because she's not the most liked person out there. <laughs> no. And so to go I've back. Heard. Yeah. Like if you went back Slightly. to the 90s, if you went back to like 1994. And you asked who was like one of the most hated women in America. Most people would say Tanya Harding. Really? Oh, yeah. I'm so interested yeah, yeah. to hear why. What the fuck? You will <gasps> find out. You will go find out. <laughs> What'd she do? But What'd also do? like. <laughs> so I, I would believe, though, that like she was she was probably beat a bit. Um, and I imagine probably like because back it was the 80s, right? So, like, I got the wooden spoon. I guess this would technically be the Ooh. 70s. At that okay. time, in the, well, yeah, yeah. late late 70s, early 80s. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So, I know I got the wooden spoon, but again, I feel like Catholicism and foreign <laughs> parents may have carved a different childhood a than the average person. combination. <laughs> Did we also get the wooden spoon, or was that just my parents? So I didn't get the wooden spoon, but I know my no. grandmother definitely handed the wooden spoon out once or twice. Okay. Will? No wooden once. spoon? I got spanked once and my mom cried after. So <gasps> what the I feel like I, I got to say, I feel like I had a similar experience. I don't remember ever being spanked, but I feel like if I ever did, it was very reluctantly. And yeah. I think oh, like the wow. one or two times I got grounded, I cried and I got out of it. So, OK, so I'll also add that again, maybe this is I feel like it perhaps was of the times because my mom specifically has detailed in which like her dad like beat the fuck out of her. But that was parenting. <laughs> yeah. And the time I will say. What Parenting. you gonna do about it? What are you gonna do? So, um, Lavona, L- Lavana, uh, Alice and Jenny's character, the mother, and the actual individual in actual like recorded interviews, always came across as being like, "I love my child." The only time I ever like disciplined them, it was for their own good. So it was yeah. very much a similar perspective that they're like i am yeah. doing this because i love them not because i like it hitting kids yeah yeah mm. it's never and like i mean again yeah. i'm not defending that type of discipline but i am saying that like i think the concept of that was like this will teach you not to fucking do this dumb shit again but her sp- oh, yeah. perspective of what dumb shit is is a little skewed mm. yeah in her so, interview like, yeah but in the presentation of it is definitely like for no reason and for okay. like the littlest of reasons. <laughs> well, yeah, because like, well, if she's 
like training her Olympian or whatever. And like, I assume the mom again, not, not trying to defend. But I'm assuming this mom is like, she's broke. She's desperate. She's like, this kid might be my fucking ticket out of this fucking bullshit. So I want it to be done right. Oh, you know, you for sure. Think. So again, it's a skewed perspective. Okay, I'm so excited to hear what okay. the fuck happens. Okay, continue. Yo, I, continue. I, got, I got notes. I got notes <laughs> on this movie. Um, so we've we've met Diane. Diane is the coach. Uh, she takes yeah. Tanya on when she's like four years old. And oh, I should also we should mention. So not only do people know that she's a prodigy. But in the movie, they show six months later after Diane has taken Tanya on as like a, a really young athlete for her. But she's taken her on. Six, six months later, Tanya enters into a competition and she were she wins first place at that competition. And she's four years mm-hmm. old and she's like yeah. beating out competition that's like six and seven and eight years old. So she's beating mm-hmm. out kids that are twice her age. They don't know what hit them. So Tanya, as like an older individual, is like looking back on this, like, yeah, of course I was amazing. Oh, yeah. Of course. Um, You know, uh, but you also see as young Tanya, she's kind of already starting to be a bit of a tomboy. Like she's doing figure skating, but she's learning how to hunt. She's learning Mm -hmm. how to like fix um, cars and stuff with her dad. She's fishing. She's spending a lot of time with her dad. Well, when she's like seven or eight years old, her dad gets up and leaves and just leaves okay. Tanya with her shitty mom who treats her like crap. There's, just so on top of that, prior on that topic, to there's, this- a great, there's a great line uh, where her coach is talking to um, her coach is talking to Lavona and telling her like, like basically that she's not being she's not doesn't have the right presentation for figure skating. It's kind of now get, delving into the fact that she's like lower class in that way. And Who, Lavone? Lavona. Well, Lavona? like Tanya is like her outfits and oh, everything. She's not she, elegant and enough. then it's like when she comes in smelling like she was chopping firewood, and then Lavona's like, she was chopping firewood. <laughs> yeah. Like essentially, yeah. like, oh, well, your kid looks like shit because she does hard labor. And then the mom is like, she does do hard labor. We're poor. Like, duh. Yeah. And then she's like, lick my ass, Diane. (laughs) Yeah, essentially. Like, the mom is just like, you want As a retort to this bitch picking her apart. Yeah, because her kid doesn't look the part. She doesn't have, like, a fur jacket. She doesn't come from wealth. She doesn't come Mm -hmm. from prestige. She is working her way up in the world, and she's really good at skating. But Mm -hmm. because of figure skating is very much about... It's not just about skating. It's also about the image that presentation yeah Mm. so they're like well she is poor she's not rich it's i think it's kind of similar to like Mm. you know horse shows and horse racing and if you don't have a specific rich background that makes you elegant and prestigious that you are not worth the land that you walk on which is both rude (laughs) yeah also very difficult for somebody that like I guess it's that equal opportunity thing where it's like somebody is like super skilled and like the best but they can't adequately present themselves because they just can't afford to like buy fucking whatever clothes and like and exactly. then that uh, that's really dumb. 
What a rude trainer. So what the fuck happens? Does she slice her face open with a skate? Just like, (laughs) she still stays like basically Diane trains her right up until she's like 16 or 17. But at 15 is when she meets Jeff Galuli, who is 18. And they start dating each other for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So there's like a three year difference between the two, but they meet, uh, at least in the movie, I think that they meet through the arena like i don't know yeah Does he's he at see the her? rink and she's yeah. dating yeah and he, he sees her with player? sean oh we should talk about sean so yeah she meets jeff galuli when she's 15 and they start dating but uh it's a scene in the rink and we see jeff's friend sean <laughs> yeah sean eckert sorry and he uh, is he's yeah. played by uh um he's he's played by paul walter uh, Paul Giamatti. No. Shout out to Daniel <laughs> Brenneman. Paul Walter, <laughs> Paul Walter Hauser. Yeah, and he is okay. amazing in this movie. Sean Eckert is. is like the classic um, overweight basement dweller guy. Who, lives with his parents. Yeah. Okay. Who neck is beard? basically the master of all. Yeah, basically. He doesn't have a neck beard in this movie, oh. but he that's what he, could. he would call this kind of guy but he plays yeah. him so well and he there's interview they show interviews of him but his interviews are different his interviews are like uh police interviews as well as like a 60 minutes kind of type interview Whoa. Uh, that's with the actor but because this guy was interviewed uh, on television because this guy uh was tanya harding's bodyguard through most of this or okay. quote-unquote bodyguard mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, quote unquote bodyguard. Like, how yeah. much did he actually he was, guard? He yeah. was a basement dweller, and he had the capabilities yeah. of being a bodyguard. Well, well he's he was a, a very he's a big, big guy. He's a, he's a big. big guy. Okay, big this is. Dude. Can we just for a second talk about how because you're big does not make you adequate security <laughs> for a human no, being? It does not. And What's this is not adequate security for anything. Oh my <laughs> welcome god! Welcome to the '80s and '90s, though. <laughs> They just so, see yeah, him on the street. Mean, they're like, "Hey, man, you want to protect this thing?" Okay, great. So that's what they mean, called him. Like that's what his role was on the their fuck? like entourage. But okay, yeah, we will get to his more of his role. But he is really hilarious, and he's always talking about how he's like got connections to like hitman and he's like a secret spy and he's got all sure. he works on counterterrorism. Like yeah you know me too he, me too he is <laughs> delusional to the max but oh, uh, yeah. thankfully he he doesn't live anymore <laughs> whoa come on uh he died in 2007 <laughs> we need people yeah. like that to keep life fresh <laughs> he also appreciate you basement he speaks dwellers. like in a very monotone voice like when you listen to him you're like <laughs> yeah how much do you actually know about anything oh fun <laughs> but he he's a real treat in this yeah. movie he's great yeah. um so yeah you meet you meet jeff and you meet sean and jeff as mentioned in his uh his like uh present time interview talks about an unfortunate mustache because throughout the whole movie in his younger days, he's got just like a pencil thin mustache to oh, like the so whole movie. <laughs> yeah. And he, 
Yet in his present day interview, he's got just like a soul patch or just kind of like a, an unfortunate soul patch. Yeah. It's like he the has same issues with hair, facial it's hair. It's just moved. Yeah. <laughs> he's just going through some stuff. He's uh, finding himself through his yeah. facial hair. <laughs> oh, he Taking goes through some stuff and he yeah. puts people through some stuff in this movie. But oh, no. yeah, we'll get to uh, it. Just yeah. get so, to it. I mean, you realize pretty quickly that Jeff has come from kind of a similar background. Like, uh, I think his dad died. He was in the Air Force and he died when he was pretty young, left him like enough money to go to college because he was a veteran. But Jeff has grown up in a poor household as well. So they kind of already they already find a connection that way because they're both poor. They're down on their luck and they've had not the best parenting experience mm-hmm. yeah growing up and this is also where you kind of get uh uh what the movie the movie breaks the fourth wall a lot and and Fun. because we, as they get together it's also very it's also revealed that he's very abusive and he it just kind of a montage of scenes where he's like hitting her in the head and like slamming her into a wall and other things. Her into like a mirror. Yeah, yeah. Like you see scenes where he like smashes oh. her head into a mirror. And then she talks and- to the camera and she's like, it's, you know, it's a great life when someone's like beating your ass or something. Like she like yeah. looks at the camera. So Sarcasm? they break the fourth wall a lot in this movie, which is another one of those kind of like oh. unreliable narrator tactics and kind of just like when they break the fourth wall, it's like, okay, is this real or is this like, a, you know, a made up memory Are type thing? Are you catering thing? to yeah. Yeah, who you're telling? And like, they also, uh, they focus a lot on Tanya Harding's perspective of like, she's already been abused by her mom a crap ton. Now she's in a relationship with a guy that beats up on her. So like, she's just kind of accepted that she deserves to get That's the what shit she, kicked yeah. out of her all That's the time. That's what she's used to. Mm-hmm. She's used to it. She expects that it's her fault. Even when she does something amazing, it's still her fault. So she is kind of in this cycle of being in relationships with people that treat her like crap. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's uh, and then she goes to a competition, a pretty big like U.S. figure skating competition, and she basically outskates everyone. But but she skates to uh, a ZZ Top song, and it's kind of the first. Is that sequence. not is that jazz? <laughs> so you like no. jazz? <laughs> you know the the three big like gray bearded dudes who are rock stars. That band? What? No. They got like big what? long gray beards. ZZ no. Top. You've never. No. Wow. Haven't heard it. Haven't, haven't heard, heard it. it. I don't know. <laughs> Can you do a song? Dressed man. Dressed man. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're You know, back in maybe, the day. Maybe not. Bef- you know, before. Yeah, before Tessa Virtue and uh, what's his face? Scott Moore. <laughs> Scott Moore. <laughs> I need to start watching the Olympics, I think. <laughs> yeah, but back then, like, in figure skating, you either, like, danced to classical music or, like, mm. really soft pop Romantic, music. yeah. Yeah, okay. like, you wanted to paint a scene of beauty and elegance and strength. Mm-hmm. But this is the other thing, is, like, figure skating was all about elegance, but you weren't supposed to be necessarily athletic. And Tanya Harding was very athletic, very capable, 
Very but, muscular. But very like, muscular person. and very masculine. And she came from yeah. a background where she knew how to chop wood. She knew how to hunt. She knew how to fix cars. Mm-hmm. And she was labeled as a tomboy. Whereas in and figure white skating. Trash. And white trash. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently uh, she like self-described herself as trailer trash and uh, just being a redneck. Mm-hmm. But really it was just that she was poor. She didn't have the same upbringing. She got, she earned everything she got. Well, that's what she would have been labeled as. And that's just what she accepted. And that's what she accepted. Whereas like everyone else in the community that she was surrounded by were rich. They were very feminine and soft, soft spoken, you know, very demure type uh, women that don't speak their mind. They take criticism and they adjust and they make it better. And she was the type of person that she got criticism and she was like, suck my dick. Yeah. Like, (laughs) yeah. And she literally, she says this in the movie, which is great. She like goes up to the judges at one point. She's like, suck my dick. This competition is rigged. And it's like, I get that. Like as a feminist, I totally get that. But also I'm like, (laughs) <laughs> it's a different place. Hey, she field. was probably like fed up though. Like she could very yeah. uh, she could probably recognize that she was the most talented person in the room and she wasn't getting what she deserved. Yeah, and it was because she wasn't getting like And she went through so much bullshit. Yeah. 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 Like And like Tanya, she was making her own in outfits. Though. Yeah, that's Tanya cool. was the type of person she was like skill. she and her yeah. mom were making her own outfits and because they weren't like designer made and like diamond encrusted yeah. she got points deducted on her because mm-hmm. they insane. weren't professionally made because she didn't have the money to spend thousands of dollars on an outfit yeah. because she was already putting all the money yeah. she had into and who practice does? yeah so yeah. she's so she's not winning at like competitions because of her white trash label and the fact that she wants to dance sure. to or uh, skate to like hard rock music um and then she's in this abusive relationship and then she and her mother and her have a confrontation where she blames her mother for it because because her mother abused her and they're screaming at each other at the dinner table and they're yelling at each other and laverna like is like throwing things on the ground and she picks up a steak knife and throws it at tanya and then it just hits her in her arm oh it just like stays sticks there and they look down and it's a very like just silent scene and she pulls it out slams on the table and then basically moves out of her mom's house and moves in with Jeff. Yeah. That's like, whoa, no, but she moves in with Jeff. Fuck. That's like, oh man, that would be a really fucked scene because it's just like, and you proved my fucking point. See you later. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So they're setting up this story to make you realize that she's already in a crappy situation. She's really talented, but she doesn't have the support around her that she needs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, after uh, yet again, not so she's got a better outfit. She's dancing to more classical music or skating to more classical music, but she still doesn't get the scores. And she's, uh, according to her, outskated everyone. This is when she comes up to the judges and is just like, what's wrong? When are you going to give me the scores that I deserve? When are you going to like, this is all bullshit. Suck my dick. Yeah, uh, suck my and her, dick. And Diane and her have a confrontation, and Diane is just like, you can't, you have to play the game. You can't, you know, yeah. be who you are like that. You have to do better. Win. You have yeah. to look better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so basically, on the, uh, Tanya fires her on the spot. Yeah, she, like, throws and, a skate at her. It doesn't hit her, but, yeah. like, she throws <laughs> it at her direction. 
and is basically like, you're fired. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> How old is she at this point? Uh, I would say probably late teens, early 20s. Okay. Yeah, she's, I don't probably, sorry, she's she probably 17, 18 at this she's point. She's married she's to Jeff young. or they're just dating? Yeah. Not yet. They're, they're not, not married, married yet. yet. No. Okay, but they're living together. Okay. But interesting yeah. that you say that because literally like right after this scene, it shows her getting married to Jeff. Yeah, oh, they get married. No. And I'm like so they sad. get married. Yeah. They get married yeah. in a really shitty like rec center, like maybe yeah, the like bottom legion, of a church. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like they don't have any money. She's in like a really basic 80s dress. She gets married. Her mom's there's a there. Great, there's a great cut to Sean crying at the, <laughs> at the ceremony. <laughs> forgot about can you mimic it will he's like kind of it's just like he because he has a very stoic face like this actor is really good at doing stoic kind of monotone voices but he's so good but he's just kind of like like wiping his eyes (laughs) have you guys seen um breaking bad or better call saul oh yeah so you guys i've seen breaking uh, bad but not better call saul okay so you know mike yeah yeah yeah, like I just imagine this stoic guy, just like really hard ass, and he's just like, hmm. oh, he's not hard ass. This guy's not hard ass. Oh no, <laughs> he is. Okay. He's soft as hell. Yeah, he's like he's somehow perfect. Literally, unless this actor actually has this squishy. because I haven't seen Richard Jewell, which he's in, he stars in. But this actor in this movie definitely perfected like the constantly cross-eyed the whole movie sort of thing. Like, oh, God damn. He's kind of, he kind of is like a, almost the whole movie. Oh, no, like, don't. <laughs> so, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they get married. Uh, I know there's a scene where you see like she's in her wedding dress and she's in like a back hall of the Legion with her mom who's like getting coffee or something from one of those shitty dispensers. And uh, essentially her mom is just like, Wow. Well, you fuck dumb. You don't marry dumb. And essentially says that she doesn't approve of the marriage because she knows that Jeff is a piece of crap and Mm -hmm. uh, shits all over Tanya's wedding for what it is, even though it's not like the best. Even though she's had like seven husbands. Yeah. Yeah, At that point, she's married several times and she still has something to say about it. So that kind (laughs) of speaks more on her than it does Tanya. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Jamie um, portrays the confidence of someone like who knows everything, who clearly is like doesn't know anything is the worst person. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so cut to the next scene, which uh, you see one of those title cards come up and it says 1991 Nationals in Minneapolis, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Minnesota. And this is a very Minnesota. famous Minnesota. Eh? Minnesota. And then at this point now, Tanya has hired a new coach uh, yes. whose name is uh, Dodie Teachman. Um, stop it. Is that really their last name? Yeah. No. That's, that's Teachman? the real person. Teachman. Right? Teachman. Yeah. Teachman. And she, she, teached, she teaches teached humans. <laughs> that's amazing. Teach the women's. Yeah. So she has, she has a new coach. Uh, oh, yo, I just remembered uh, this scene. It starts off with Tanya and she's talking to her no, new coach. And you hear in the background, there's like this heckler who's just oh. saying like, boo, you suck. Tanya sucks. You're white redneck. trash. Tanya. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is just unreal. Cause it's like, why is there's this no guy? In figure skating. <laughs> why is there a heckler at, 
friggin' mm-hmm. figure skating competitions. Anyway. Yeah. And the, the big thing about the what she's about to do is that they've been practicing, and this is where she's going to attempt the triple axel. Yes. Which so is, is what? A, yeah. The movie is very good at descripting it and also showing like a slow-mo version of what it should look like. So um, did What's Her Nuts learn how to figure skate for this movie? No. No. Um, she double. Did. Oh, that is one thing. In the very first yes. figure skating sequence, the CG is a little obvious. It's it's quite a little obvious. shoddy. So the triple axle is basically oh, yeah. like you have to launch off the certain foot, do I think it's three rotations, and then land on uh, okay. the opposite in the foot. air. In the three air, rotations then, in the air. Yeah, and then land on the opposite fo- foot, which means uh, another half rotation just to land. And that's what they talk about. Like it's that extra half rotation that can fuck people up. Like a lot of people Why? can do, uh, just because it's just so much more extra rotation. Yeah, it's just it's a little bit more momentum that you need to be able to have, and a lot of people can't get it because of their stature, their size. So, so what happens when they land? They just are still. No, they I mean, continue they going. Fall. They like they keep going. A lot yeah. of people, if they can't make it, then they end up falling because they don't have their uh, their uh, balance quite right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So some people can do it, but not uh, be able to do it and then keep skating. Mm-hmm. Okay. A lot of okay. people can do it and then fall, but that's not sure. a, that's yeah. not impressive. <laughs> that's not. I mean, no one that's wants like, to see I you can fall. do that. I can fucking do that. I'll fall I every know, day. I'll show you. <laughs> that's what she's attempting at this minnesota competition minnesota so yeah she's uh she's at this uh she nails it everyone's oh, yeah. on their feet in the stands oh, people just are just before amazed. she nails it though just before she oh. nails it though uh that heckler we cut to the heckler oh, nice. sitting back down and right behind her him uh lavorna is there passes him money she paid him to heckle her <laughs> Which Are you is like, serious? Who knows if that yeah. actually happened? But the know, fact yeah. that it's in the movie just makes that <laughs> character yeah. so much more complex. Yeah. Like, I think yeah. the idea is that either it's like emotional abuse, but also that's She's her way bitter. of motivating Tanya. Is like, yeah, that's her way yeah. of motivating her. Is like her get a heckler to say she always, can't. Yeah, <laughs> tell them that they can't, and then when they can, they'll be so much stronger yeah. after it. Exactly. That is Lavona Lavona's <laughs> way of going. So yeah. she lands the triple axle. She gets 5.9 across the boards, which is like almost perfect score. Um, after she lands the triple axle, they take her back to her life. She goes back to Jeff. Shit starts to hit the fan. Jeff starts beating her essentially every single night for any reason. Oh, she yeah. leaves him, uh, is doing well in in competition she talks briefly about how she and nancy kerrigan who you're gonna know soon you're gonna meet sure well we don't really meet her but you know we don't really yeah you don't really talk about nancy kerrigan at all during the movie but nancy kerrigan is a very important person you need to know because of later on in the movie Right off the bat, Tanya, numerous times in the movie, she's like, let me say, let me just yeah, say she's one like, can thing. Can I just say one thing? Can I like, just, she stops can I the just interview. Say, yeah. And <laughs> oh, that's they, fun. They, yeah, they make it, they they edit it so so that it seems like it's interrupting the flow of the story, which I think is really uh, indicative Cute. of the type of relationship that she has with Nancy. So she's mm-hmm. like, let me just say one thing about Nancy. We were friends. 
we would drink and party and smoke while we were on the road in competitions. So while they're going in competitions and they're going from road to road, they're, they're traveling on the road from competition to competition. And she's like, we were friends while we were in hotels and like hostels and all that. We were drinking, we were partying, we were best Smoking of friends. Weed. Yeah, yeah, you know, you're just having a good time. Yeah. yeah. But but they portray Tanya as this kind of white trash, like low class person, but Nancy Kerrigan as the highest of the high. She's like, like a princess. She, princess. Yeah. Princess okay. figure skater. But she's also just the same. Well, they 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 had their friends and they did just the same things. She yeah. might not have been poor, but they they partied and did the exact same. So they're, they're the like same. the same people. Yeah. 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 So eventually oh, so she says, like, can I say one thing about Nancy Kerrigan? And then we cut to kind of like a television video of Nancy, like screaming in pain. And then it cuts back out. And you'll find out why later, because you don't yeah. know anything about this story. But if you already know the story, then you know exactly what that is. <laughs> I have no fucking so clue. They, no they do the, clue. <laughs> the way that they edit this movie is really good because it's kind of chronological. So if you don't know anything about what's going to happen. You're kind of just like, why is there suddenly this scene about a woman crying and screaming in pain? And yeah. why are they talking about this incident? So uh-huh. okay. after you after she kind of claims, she's like, by the way, me and Nancy were BFFs. Like the media painted us as rivals. That wasn't true. Then you get to seeing that her and Jeff aren't great. They're not doing great. They're fighting a lot. Tanya ends up getting a restraining order against mm-hmm. Jeff. Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he's abusing her. He's treating her like mm-hmm. crap. He's, she's just like, no, I can't deal with this. I'm putting restraining orders against Bye. you. No, they get back together. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. How? They get back with together. a restraining order? Yeah. So, uh, the oh, Olympics are coming oh, up so in upset. 1992. 1992 mm-hmm. is the year. So she Prime did year. the she did the triple axel in 1991. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she's uh, sorry, like how old? She is mm, in her 20s? 30s? No. She no, was right, born 30s. in 1970. So in 1991 she was 21 years old. Okay. So at yeah. 21 she accomplished the triple axel. Now it is uh, the 1992 Olympics are coming up. They are in Albertville, France, and she wants to go. She's like, I'm a great figure skater. I'm going to go to the Olympics. So she is back in a relationship with Jeff. She is training for the Olympics. She goes to the Olympics. So this is the thing you need to know about uh, Tanya. She actually competes in two Olympics because there was one in 1992. And then uh, they started, I think at that point, they started to do every two years it was the winter and every two years there was the summer. Before that, it was every year it was the same. So Mm -hmm. in 1992, there was the first Olympics. She decides that she's going to go and she's going to be the first woman to ever attempt a triple axle and succeed at it at the Olympics. No one has ever cool. uh, attempted to do it, mm-hmm. let alone um, a woman do it. Like, yeah, it's a big deal. She'd she be tries the first to do US it. Woman to do it in the Olympics. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. She falls. She doesn't do it. Okay. Mm-hmm. She fails. Ouch. She blames her skates. 
because okay. like uh Not the sharp of the enough. skates it was I think she said that like a couple days before her skates broke and they had to replace her skate blades onto her skates and because they weren't properly fixed she wasn't able to do the triple axel she falls she comes in fourth place Nancy Kerrigan comes in third place uh. so she gets a medal Tanya doesn't Tanya claims she doesn't care it's just it is what she is but regardless the media goes fret like crazy and they're like oh well Nancy just beat out Tanya dip, yeah. dip, dip, dip. Uh, anyway and, yeah sorry. Oh, and then Tanya basically like leaves skating at that point she goes home and she's back with Jeff and is becomes basically a waitress at a restaurant. What? Mm-hmm. Why? Yep. She's back with Jeff. Uh, but why they, does she quit skating? She doesn't entirely quit it, but she just enjoys her time at home with Jeff. Mm-hmm. She's she like, doesn't. I've accomplished a great thing. Like nobody else has ever done this before. I'm in a good position. I'm living comfortably. I have someone that loves me. Even though they treat me like shit, I have someone that loves me. She thinks. So anyway, they have a big fight. They both beat the crap out of each other. Police get called. More restraining orders happen. Tanya and Jeff divorce. They get back together. They go off and on. Yeah, they're off and on the whole way. It's a very dysfunctional relationship. And then it escalates to the point where they get in a fight and Jeff pulls a gun on her. So they finally divorce. However, later on, after the divorce happens, the excuse me i'm so sorry uh did i mention that i'm really fucking drunk <laughs> hey boy it, it's great it's perfect okay so, uh, so they fight they get divorced jeff shows up at her new place so she's in a place by herself uh he basically breaks in like she tries to lock him out and he smashes down the door has a pistol points it at her and is like i love you love me back (laughs) and then he points at himself then he points it at himself and is like i'm gonna kill myself i hate my life and essentially turns it into a negotiation uh this all is very uh up into interpretation because according to the interviews tanya says it happens jeff says it doesn't happen she ends up uh, running away from him at certain point, he shoots at her and actually grazes her forehead. She starts to bleed, but she's fine. She's just like hit by the bullet. Mm-hmm. He essentially kidnaps her, puts her <laughs> yeah. into her car, and oh is like, God. "Everything's okay. I'm gonna put you in the passenger seat." Like, I don't know if he intends to take her to the hospital or what, but it's like, "It's okay. I yeah. love you." And then he gets pulled over by the police because he's swerving because he's hammered. Yeah. Okay. Police pull him over, can see that she's bleeding in the passenger seat, takes him out of the car, talks to him and is like, what happened? And he's he he can talk his way out of anything. Yeah, she turns to the camera at this point and is like, Jeff can talk his way out of anything. 
And so that's kind of assumed like he's a very good liar, very good smooth talker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Even with the mustache it's like that. always that he never has any game. <laughs> yeah, he's like a loser, but he knows how to talk himself out of an exp- out of a situation. Trouble. Yeah. Okay. So, despite the fact that the cops find a pistol, a shotgun, and a bunch of alcohol containers in his back seat, mm. they let him go. Nice. With her in the passenger seat. You know, mm-hmm. A plus police work there. After that scene, you see her, she's having a smoke. She's working at a wait at a she's working as a waitress at a restaurant. She's having a smoke outside. And then that's when Diane saunters in and is like, yo, you're awesome. We need you back. Yeah. Yeah. Because then they're announcing like the Olympics aren't in four years anymore. They're in two years. The next Winter Olympics in two years. So we need to train you. Yeah. Like you oh, can nice. do this. Yeah. Uh, and it's essentially like a second chance for her. I think the coach at one point says like, hey, I believe in second chances. You might not. But I think this is a second chance for you because the Olympics are happening sooner rather than later. And that might mean everything for you. Yeah. So she starts, she hires Diane back. They mm-hmm. start to train. Uh, cue the Rocky montage. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they basically have a Rocky montage. She's like working with like, uh, g- like rice packets on her. Let me preface with, I've never watched Rocky, but I know the thing. Yeah. She's like, she's, she's gained weight. She's gotten lazy. So Diane is like, we're going to get you back in shape. And I think I love this part of the movie because the actor, the actress that plays Diane is like, this actually happened. Like she's working her butt off. She's losing all this weight. She's training to be an Olympian again. She's lost. She feels like she's lost everything and she's getting back into the Olympics two years later. Mm-hmm. And it's a very like inspirational moment. You yeah. <laughs> but, and this is the part that you were talking about earlier, Will, with the the car, the guy in the car. Oh, yeah. So, like, she continues to get some shitty scores from judges. And she approaches a judge in like a parking garage. Uh, and it's just like, why? Why? Like why Ooh, are you in a parking garage? I'm out skating. Yeah, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm out skating. Oh, is it a parking garage? I think he's outside, but he's definitely it's outside. In a, in a it car. looks like a car. He's in after car. hours. He's, like, he's in the car. Yeah. Yeah. She's like and, trapped him in his car. Yeah, and he's just like, <laughs> oh, no. he's just like, I'll deny it to the grave, but it's not just about the skating, Tanya. It's about the presentation and what you're representing when you go to the Olympics, like when you're representing uh, the U.S. skate team. Um, mm. You're just not who we want to put out there which kind of prompts her because she says like beat the fuck out of him yeah Yeah. she like takes her fucking slices her neck his neck (gasps) (gasps) are you serious no you guys cannot lie you cannot lie because i believe it Okay, it's well, that's not what happens. I, I actually wrote this well, as an exact fuck you. quote. Oh, yeah. What he said to her was that they needed a wholesome American family, which okay. essentially cued a mommy dearest moment between her and her mom. 
because her mom, she was basically like, mom, I need you to get into the Olympics because if I don't have uh, a wholesome a family, family yeah. then I can't get in. So she mm-hmm. reaches out to her mm. and she reaches out to Jeff. Oh, yeah. man. Who we both know, both these people treat her like crap. Yeah. And but during her, this scene. Just for the training and just to the Olympics and then yeah. she's going to dump them. Yeah. And then she'll dump them. And it's yeah. really it, shitty because man. in this scene that she's talking to her mom and basically being like, I need you to get to the Olympics. Like, did you ever love me? Her mom yeah. basically says no. Like Tanya yeah. straight up is like, did you ever love me? And her mom just skirts around the whole question and hmm. basically doesn't give her an answer, which I take as a no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you, I'm once sure again, she's just an emotionally <laughs> dismissive person. She's <laughs> not pretty, defending. Yeah. Yeah. She's makes she's you wonder, dead. though, what the fuck did she go through? Oh, probably tons. But for of real, and also with like the Jeff trauma. again, like <laughs> not defending. But what the fuck did they go through for them to behave that way? Yeah, oh, yeah. that should be another movie. They should have two. Sequels. The Jeff Galuli story. The Ooh, Jeff Galuli like story. I'd like to know <laughs> Jeff Galuli to pull a gun on another person. Like what? Uh, what <laughs> and happened? Put it on yourself, and then shoot, and then. Regret but shooting. who's to that's, say that ever it happened? It is traumatic. That's true. bizarre. You that's don't bizarre. know what ever happened. Know. Yeah. This yeah. is right. just according to Tanya. Jeff says it yeah. never happened. Tanya says it did. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So, uh, so what great, happened to her? Moment, well, so the great moment that, like, just before she like gets Jeff back on board, they're like having an argument over the phone where he, where she keeps hanging up on him about the extreme. He's arguing with the, about the restraining order. He's staying at like Sean's place with Sean's parents. And oh no. She keeps hanging up on him. And then uh, she's like, he's like, Mrs. Eckhart. And then Sean's like, mom, dial it again. <laughs> Cause it's yeah. like, you're on like a really long phone cord. And she dials the number again. And then she oh keeps hanging God. up and they keep yelling up at Sean's mom. Uh, oh and then God. she's training for her uh, competition. And yeah, uh, Tanya, every time he calls, Tanya's just like, fuck you. Hangs yeah. up. Can you call <laughs> yeah. again? Fuck you. Hangs up. Doesn't she want to remedy? Does she not want to remedy this? <laughs> no, relationship. Yeah. But I thought, like crap. Yeah. Yes, I understand. But does she not want the image? Well, this so this is kind of a, this is leading. She up called to that. him, so then, right? No, no. So their phone, not yet. So then this happens. Okay. But then, uh, so he he's in. I think he's in Portland, Oregon. She's in like the Northwest training for this competition <laughs> she's doing, like a qualifier. Yeah. Uh, so he's like. He's like, I'm just going to go to her. And they drive like halfway across the country. Like it's a montage of Sean, like, like talking him up and like telling him like, yeah, this is what you should say to her. This is what you should do. And they're like driving in a car like all night and they get to the, the arena where she's practicing. And he just like walks to the top of the the stands and she's down on the ice and he goes, Hey, Tanya, no, fuck you. <laughs> Cause he's like, I want to yeah. get the last word. What a piece of shit. And then she kind of looks up and then she has this smile on her face. It's like, it's like she, she likes that part of him. Yeah. She's like, like, Oh, he, he does care. <laughs> Which is yeah. so mental. No, there was just, there was literally just something eating inside of him that he was like, this bitch keeps hanging up on me. I don't get to say what <laughs> I want to say. 
and this is why I'm going to see oh, her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's totally a power move. It's <laughs> like she, the way that oh, the movie shows it is that better. like she's kind of sympathetic towards it. But you really know that it's just like, no, that's just manipulation. This guy's a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, not even like it isn't even it's weird because to me that isn't initially perceived as manipulation it's literally i think it's again her skewed reality of the situation is like oh he came for me and it's like <laughs> yeah to fucking tell you off <laughs> yeah like yeah he's just he's just fluffing his own ego that's mm. what he's doing but then so this is when they get back together so she has the whole no! kind of family image thing <laughs> but she's she's about to so she's about to do uh, this competition. It's kind of like a qualifier and it's a, it's a further thing to get her onto the Olympic team for the 94 Olympics. Oh, and yeah. uh, a police or a security guy or a police officer shows up and it says like, there's actually been a death threat against you. Uh, the death threat is if you go on the ice, Tanya Harding, if Tanya Harding goes, goes on the ice, there'll be four shots in her back. Cue the incident. The oh! incident. <laughs> yeah that's so, the thing i love this part about the movie is every yeah. single person that's interviewed refers to it as the incident yeah. so <laughs> cool okay yeah. yeah so what's about to happen is the moment that every single person that should have been alive during that time basically knew about yeah, yeah. Same and, too, and the reason why there's a movie about tanya harding <laughs> and before I before we talk about the incident, I want to talk about the fact that Margot Robbie, when she saw the script of this movie, she thought that this was a work of fiction. She didn't know that this actually happened, which is fair because she was born in oh, like really? 1990 yeah, like, in Australia. So like yeah, she yeah. doesn't she okay. doesn't need to know this. The incident happened in 1994. Ninety-three, ninety-four. Was it ninety-three? Oh, I was just being born then, yeah. so it makes sense why I didn't yeah. know. So, so like, you know, all of us were like one or two years old. Like or not yeah. born. We weren't alive <laughs> enough to know what happened, but like I know I heard about it years later. Sure. Same yeah, yeah. me too. I know. But she didn't know. <laughs> she had no idea what's about to happen. Interesting. So she oh. thought that this was a work of fiction. So So this death threat that's and so basically uh, Tanya Harding decides she's not going to skate in the competition because oh. she could get killed. She's not sure if this is credible, which okay. means that it all it fucks up. It fucks up slightly her chances of getting onto the Olympic team because she's suddenly she's kind of disqualified from the well, event because yeah. she's not skating. This implants now this implants the idea to Jeff's head that oh he can do the same thing to her competition to help Tanya, so he can send death threats to her competition so that they get disqualified and Tanya can move up on the ladder a little bit. Okay. So he, he t talks to Sean because Sean, as we said, throughout the whole movie is always talking about, he does CIA operations. He is a covert yeah. ops guy. He has he's guys a bodyguard. Yeah. He's got all this <laughs> stuff. So he tells Sean, he's like, you need to send death threats to Nancy Kerrigan, uh, Nancy, Nancy Kerrigan's training so that she doesn't compete. Yeah. So Tanya, that Tanya can get Tanya on the Olympic Tanya needs team. to be at the top, so you need to take out the competition. So yeah. he like yeah. he hires these two guys. Sean does, yeah. Yeah. So Sean, his Sean's guys are Derek Smith 
and Shane Stant, mm-hmm. who are both idiots. And apparently Derek is Shane's uncle, I think. Yeah, yeah. So Their uncle and nephew. Yeah. So anyway, they're like, okay, will we, if you want us to send a death threat to your biggest competition, Nancy, we're going to need her training schedule. So they get Nancy or they get Tanya in on it and is like, can you find Nancy's training Mm. schedule of where she'll be and what time she'll be there? Mm -hmm. So we can like make sure she gets the information and it doesn't go to anybody else. Yeah. So they, so Tanya uh, gets a phone, like they, they get a phone, they, she's on the phone with someone or sorry, Jeff is on the phone with like a friend of, or someone that Tanya knows. but it was like a weird connection. So he's trying to figure out what she said. Like it was like the tuna fish stadium. Like he didn't know yeah. what the stadium was called. <laughs> so, so Tanya phones her back and just like, Hey, and like gets the information again properly. And then she writes it down. And that's kind of like one of the bits of evidence, like the real evidence they have of Tanya. Uh, Harding's handwriting Yeah. They can see that they track the that call. And the the schedule of Nancy's uh, yeah. skating schedule in her Nancy like that's kind I of, think yeah. Tanya like wrote down her schedule, so they found like a piece of paper that showed that Tanya's writing showed yeah. exactly where Nancy's schedule was. So yeah. they're and like they kind this- of cut to it like evidence, and it and I think it's probably the real note that they cut to, and it's mm-hmm. like yeah, it's yeah, kind of- either that or it's like a really good replication. Yeah. So. Yeah. You see that uh, Tanya has basically given them all the information that they need to find Nancy. Jeff. Well, so um, Sean keeps coming back to Jeff and being like, my guys need like $5,000 more dollars. Yeah, they need money. They need money. like a thousand bucks. Yeah, they're at the rink and they're arguing and then like, Tanya and like Jeff is like Tanya it's off it's off we're not doing it anymore and Tanya at this point doesn't care she's just training she's like I don't care who the fuck and then she she berates Sean for being like a loser because Sean is just like no no it's yeah. Sean. these are my guys I got to do this and then she just like berates him and he's like looking all stoic but slightly angry in his very like expressionless face <laughs> yeah she basically calls him out for being like a loser that lives at his home with his parents and is fat and like stupid and doesn't know how to do anything she totally yeah. tears him a new one anyway sean is like give me a thousand dollars to jeff and i'll get this done mm-hmm. mm. and now at this point again in the in this portrayal jeff and Tanya. <laughs> are at the understanding that this is all written note death threats. And the idea is that these guys are going to mail them to Nancy Kerrigan from a different state. They're in a different state so that it doesn't trace back to them in Portland. Mm-hmm. They're going to mail these notes. And that's what the money is for is just for mailing these notes. But because that's, yeah. yeah. Q next, next moment you see the black screen, you see a cue card and it says 1994 Detroit Nationals. It's January 6th. It's at a practice session. Mm-hmm. And you see one of Sean's guy, it's Shane and Derek. Yeah, they pull up in a car. They pull up in a car. Shane gets out. He's like freaking out. He's walking through the arena, like nervous looking, as fuck. Nervous <laughs> as fuck. Walking through the back 
hallways. And then he goes to the arena and he sees a bunch of people skating. He talks to like a guy in the stand is like, yo, which one is Nancy Kerrigan? Which is like, how more obvious can you be? (laughs) He's like, yo, which one's Nancy Kerrigan? And the guy is like, oh, that person, conveniently the person coming off of the ice right at that moment. Uh She goes back into the hallway. He follows her and just, you can tell he's got something in his hand. Yeah, he pulls out like a police baton type thing. What? Yeah. A telescopic baton. Yeah. Pulls out a baton. It extends. It's big. It's threatening. He's walking up on Nancy, who's in the back alley all by herself whacks her on her upper right thigh and just keeps on walking. She falls down. She's screaming in pain. She's like, why, why me? Why have I broken my knee? And he just books it out of the arena. He like falls over people. He like runs into people. He comes Mm -hmm. up to a doorway that's locked and he can't get out. So he smashes the window with his head. With his fucking head. What the fuck? He has this baton thing, but then he's just like, he just smashes it with his head and then runs out. Yeah, that makes sense. He is so stupid. He doesn't know what to do with himself. He smashes the window with his head. He gets out of the door. He runs into another person. He gets into the getaway car. Which oh, yeah, he is like where- purposely tackles this person, which it's a weird scene because <laughs> it makes you think, oh, that must like that must have really happened because the way they do it, it's very specific. He just kind of like runs into him, but he's like tackling him at the same time and then gets up and runs into the and he jumps into the car. The the jumps, car. Yeah, he jumps into a getaway car with this guy named Derek, his uncle, and they take off and he's done it. He's attacked Nancy Kerrigan made her basically incompatible no what's what's the word (laughs) what's the word uh she he she can't she can't she's injured yeah she can't skate in the competition the next day she's there is very if you look up an Nancy kerrigan attack you can see like moments after this happened she's just like screaming she's like why why me why why me like why would he do this (laughs) <laughs> and yeah. just like it's a very iconic moment of like why me uh but she's <laughs> she's on, obviously man. distraught she's just been attacked he attacked her legs and figure skaters have very important they need legs. them legs yeah they need them, <laughs> legs. Need them. oh yeah <laughs> and so they're all now and then suddenly they're all watching it on tv like uh tanya is jeff is and Lavorna are watching it all like separately and like Lavorna is just like what's it fucking mustache that's what she says when she yeah, sees really? it on TV She's she like, knows I right knew. away yeah she knows that okay. he fucking did something and like they're just so basically it, they're now in crisis mode they're like trying to get their stories straight at this point mm-hmm. the two guys haven't been caught yet yeah okay so they've yeah. escaped the scene news reporters come in they start reporting on it it starts to blow up nationwide. Like who attacked this figure skater who's meant for the Olympics? Like she, mm-hmm. at this point, she's already destined to be in the Olympics. So they know that somebody's attacked a, an Olympic skater. Mm. Uh, cut to like a scene where you've seen like Shane and Jeff and Tanya all separately, like seeing the scene of the reporters 
like what's happening Jeff and Tanya are both like, it was just supposed to be a death threat. Like, what the fuck happened? Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. Essentially, they're idiots. Shane is an idiot. Sean is an idiot. Mm -hmm. Shane's an idiot, too. Sean is an idiot. They basically broke her kneecaps. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) As they do. And then Sean is... Sean's an idiot because he is like a big bragger. He's like talking to... It shows a... uh, compilation from him talking to all idiot. these different people being like yeah those are my guys and yeah I did this and yeah I what paid them yeah. to do that idiot. Yeah, you, get, you get Sean in like all these different scenes like he's at a bar <laughs> he's at a he's at a friend's house he's at like a yeah. coffee shop he's at all he's just at a children's <laughs> daycare center yeah. I, I don't know which, he's, which he's leads the saying. FBI to like First, find uh, what's his face? Mar- what's his name? Nice. Derek? I no, like that. Um, Jeff. Yeah. What? No, um, the the guy who hit Nancy. They 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 arrest that. Oh, they, Shane. They find him. Oh, Shane. Shane. Yeah. Yeah. They find. So Shane they arrest then, him. Yeah. Yeah. And then they then after the montage of him telling all these people, they knock on uh, the uh, his door, uh, Sean Eckhart's door, and open it mm-hmm. up, and they're like. Sean Eckhart, and then basically he's just like it was Jeff. It was Jeff Galuli. He like breaks immediately. Like he does huh. it. He's <laughs> like he blames AF. Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Says that it was all Jeff's idea uh, to do this, and so they're all basically they're all being interviewed about who did what. Um, there is a scene where Sean, uh, aka the fat fuck, who <laughs> needs to. Uh, deal with his own stupidity. It's body shaming. We don't body shame on this podcast. We don't. I'm sorry. But if you're a fat fuck, unless it's Sean, Eckert, get your so, shit together. So. <laughs> okay, so Sean, who is neither skinny nor fat, <laughs> well, he he uh, is he he contacts Jeff and is like, we need to meet. Mm-hmm. I deserve more money for this whole situation. I will meet you at midnight sharp at a Chinese restaurant. So um, meet- excuse me, Mister Ecker. There the whole time while he's phoning. <gasps> oh, okay, never mind. Mm, yeah. I was gonna say, excuse me, sir. You fucked it up yourself. That was not the plan. Yeah. We we are very aware of that fact. Wow. <laughs> okay. Most, okay. Most intellectual people watching this movie will be like, "Yo, yeah." <laughs> but he's in cahoots. So he's in cahoots, and mm-hmm. Sean is like, "Meet me at this place at this hour. We're gonna figure out how to deal with the situation." Yeah. Yeah. Jeff so goes. he shows up at the restaurant with Jeff, and Sean is asking very specific questions about the incident, trying to elicit Jeff to admit that he knew all about it Mm -hmm. uh, because Sean is wearing a wire because the FBI is trying to get evidence on. Why watch Breaking Bad? We we assume he's wearing a wire. It's not explicitly shown, but Jeff, like he gets the hint because Sean's not uh, in. uh, What's the word? He's not. He's in, dumb as shit. He's not putting, <laughs> He's not proving that he's done anything wrong, but you can tell by the way he's speaking that he's trying to get Jeff yeah. to, okay. to admit something. He's not a Jeff, smooth talker. Yeah. Jeff, like, picks up on this, yeah? Yes. Yeah, Jeff picks okay. up on this. He essentially uh, starts being like, 
are you uh, admitting any wrongdoing in this situation? And then, like, pulls him close, whispers in his ear so no mic could take it up, and basically is like, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you if you try (laughs) to put me in a position where I'm the bad guy. Yeah. Exactly. Bitch. Meanwhile, uh, because all this shit's going on and Tanya just wants to get the fuck out of it, she Mm. actually goes to the FBI and says it was all Jeff and Sean's fault. It was all their wrongdoing. Yeah. And the FBI, again, there's this kind of theme of the authorities not really caring about her well-being. Okay. They just don't care. They don't care Yeah, they don't care. Because Mm -hmm. then it cuts to a scene of Jeff meeting with the FBI and then playing back Tanya's confession. Yeah, like they have her whole transcript of everything she said. (laughs) They show it to him, which seems like a bit of a breach of confidentiality. Yeah. But But it was... Well, I guess it was the because 90s they're just at basically this point. Like, here's the evidence. Like, are you going to admit to it now? And so, meanwhile, they live mm. together. Here's the thing: they uh, don't arrest any of them yet, mostly uh, because it's not about arresting. It is. It isn't. It isn't. But they haven't got, you know, concrete proof. Yeah. But they show Jeff, and then they just have he home. said, she said. Yeah, yeah, and they have another confrontation where she's he's like chasing her around the house and like beating the shit out of her for mm. what she said. Yeah. yeah, and then there's there's like a scene after she's confessed to the FBI where Jeff comes to the house that she's living at and like she locks herself in a room mm-hmm. and he's like on the outside of the room. He's in the house, in the house, but he's outside of the room and is basically being like, why would you tell the FBI I did all this stuff? And she's like, because you did. Yeah. And then he's like, he's crying. He's like, what do I do? And she's like, basically probably kill yourself oh yeah oh, wow like probably just she fucking just, kill yourself she straight up tells him through a door you should probably yeah. just kill yourself and then he starts crying and then she like escapes through a window wow and yeah. she's like peace out i'm not yeah. dealing with your bullshit anymore she she gets out and then I think at this point in the movie is when they like intercut it with uh, a, an interview with Sean basically being like, yeah, I'm in turn. I'm an international counterterrorism <laughs> expert. <laughs> I, yeah. uh, I, I like work a, with a espionage. Com- or something. Yeah. yeah. Like a Barbara like, Walters. Oh, Connie like- Chung. Connie <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chung. Oh, was it? Yeah. Connie Chung. Yeah. Uh, if that- it wasn't with him, I do know Connie Chung interviewed Harding. I don't know if she did with yeah. him, but essentially <laughs> it's like a, it's a legitimate interview and they just cut it with him being like, yeah, I'm an espionage expert. Yeah, <laughs> and I believe you. you. No, you're not. Yeah, yeah. Like you're not even the slightest bit. Door. I don't even think he probably he probably doesn't even have his GED. He's a Reddit so, guy. He's a just so 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 Tanya leaves Jeff. This is like the last time they're together. She yeah she leaves him for good this time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Tanya is like hounded by the press. You see shots of her like. At her home, you see all of these press cars yeah. outside hounding her for information because they mm-hmm. want to know what happened with Nancy Kerrigan. 
They end up because at um, this point it's out that it's like Jeff and Sean were behind it in some okay. ways. So now it's like, oh, Nancy or Tanya, Tanya knew about it. Like, and that's kind of the whole thing about all this story up until this day is that whether Tanya really knew about this attack specifically, yeah, whether or not she sure was complicit yeah. or she knew about in the it. attack and not just like the death threat plan, like that. It was all oh, okay. Like all of them knew, and the plan was the attack, not just I the see. death threats. That's kind of the big dispute. Okay. Yeah. So they show a scene where Sean, Jeff, and Shane are all arrested because they're obviously very complicit in the situation. Yeah. And then they cut to a scene with Tanya, and Tanya's like, you know what? It's not just my mom and my Jeff. And and my Jeff. My it's Jeff. not just my, my it's Jeff. It's not just my mom Hi, and Jeff. Tanya, my Jeff. <laughs> mom here. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's not just like, hey, you guys, it's not just like these three people attacked me. Everyone. If you yeah. were an audience member, you guys fucked up too. You guys are my attackers. Shame on you. Hmm. This is Which when is she's fair. the most hated like, woman in America. Yeah, she this is the, is the victim hated. mentality. <laughs> yes. And it's like during this time, everyone was blaming her. They weren't blaming Shane. They weren't blaming Sean. Hmm. They weren't blaming Jeff. Everyone's hmm. eyes were on Tanya Harding and the fact hmm. that she As probably. As the mastermind. Yeah, mm-hmm. she orchestrated this attack. Whereas mm-hmm. the movie paints it as she was completely ignorant of what was going on. She didn't have any say on what was happening. She thought that maybe a death threat was going to happen, but she didn't know that she was, that Nancy was going to get attacked. Yeah. So then this, there's a scene, there's a really shitty scene. It's shitty. It's it the shittiest sad. scene. It's <laughs> yeah. so shitty. It's so, so there's so much, there's all this press and bands outside of, where Tanya's living and she gets like a knock on the door and uh, she opens it up and it's well, her well, mom, wait, 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 this that, is the scene. No, 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 no. no? but she this gets knocked the on the door oh, and okay, she's yeah. like, no, leave me alone. Leave me oh, alone. Yeah. She's assuming it's press. She's, assu- yeah, she's okay. assuming it's reporters. Banging does not stop on the door. She finally mm-hmm. answers the door. And then who is it? Lavona. Lavorna, 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 so like Laverna, but like without the Lavorna, 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 Lavorna. That's what I'm wondering. Is like it's mommy dearest. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And she comes in, and she's there. You know, she's there to support Tanya. She needs help. She needs a friend because basically everyone hates her, and she's supporting her and. She's offering her kind words and they like hug and Tanya's up really upset and kind of crying. She's and, actually like, saying really, kind words. Yeah. yeah her yeah. mom is like, yeah, manipulative her mom is like, mentality, yo, okay. toxic <laughs> me, little fuck. Her mom is like, I'm not here to tell you I told you so. I want to uh, say I'm she proud is. of you. Uh, I love she's you. Not. She don't. <laughs> I'm on your side. Mm-hmm. I want to be here for you. Did you know about the attack? Oh! And then basically Tanya like backs up to her mom and then kind of 
feels her down into her pocket, pulls out a tape recorder. Uh, she's got a wire on her. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's oh. recording the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you basically, in that moment, you realize, okay, her mom is just here to sell her out for the story. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, Jeff, Sean, and Shane are charged, but Tanya's hearing's postponed until after the Olympics because she basically yes. has got to go to the Olympics right away. The Olympic committee... The committee, she's already on the Olympic team to go to the 1994 Olympics at this point. The Olympic mm-hmm. committee, after this whole situation, is like, mm, not sure if you should go. You you might be a shitty person. Uh, essentially, they let her go because the, the news wants to see the story between Nancy and Tanya at the Olympics. Like that story is bigger. So they're like, we're going to dismiss you. We might charge Shane. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to arrest Sean. We're going to arrest Shane. We're going to arrest Jeff, but you, you've admitted being complicit and maybe associated with the situation, but we're going to let you go to the Olympics. Mm-hmm. So hmm. the Olympic Committee lets her go to the Olympics, the which is fucking ironic because the whole fucking movie, they're like, you're not like up to our standard of like how you present yourself. And they're like, <laughs> you potentially fucked up this person's kneecaps, but you can yeah. come anyway. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, absurd. 1994. It is the Lillehammer Olympics, mm-hmm. Winter Olympics. She is going to uh, do her presentation. Nancy Kerrigan is also on the stage. Yep. Her uh, coach is Diane. Her coach is Diane. She's got Diane back. Mm-hmm. There's a, a really good scene of uh, Margot Robbie in front of a mirror. Her makeup is like, Oh, Not it's so great. Done. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty bad. Like this is a really great. To what capacity? If you see, if you see, um, if you see a screenshot or whatever, like from a, a picture from the '94 Olympics, that's what she looks like. That's what yeah, Kanye looks like. It's like super, super Night deep blush. It looks like a dark lipstick. <laughs> yeah, dark eyeshadow, pale as hell. Like mm-hmm. it does not look flattering, but a purple once, outfit, right? Yeah, purple. Yeah, yeah. purple. That was purple her Olympic outfit. outfit. <laughs> yeah, nineteen ninety four Olympics. Her makeup is on, and there's just this scene. There's no music. She's just in front of a mirror, and she's trying to practice her smile <laughs> through tears, essentially, because mm-hmm. she knows her life has gone to shit. Yeah. yeah. Next scene, she's backstage. People are panicking, trying to get her laces on. Her laces are broken. She can't get them on. Her laces on one skate are completely screwed up. And if you know anything about uh, figure skating, if your no. laces aren't tied properly. It throws everything off. Yeah, you're you, screwed. Your, like, skate has to be tight. Like This is the day of her Olympic debut. Yeah. This is her Olympic performance. She's tr- she's starting her routine and about like maybe 30 seconds to a minute in, she's done a couple jumps. They're not exciting. She's just basically jumped, but she doesn't have any spin to it. Mm. And she she starts to cry. Yeah, she like breaks down. She breaks down. And she's she like, skates. she's crying. Yeah. <laughs> 
it's a really tragic moment. She yeah. goes up to the, uh, the the place where the judges are seated in mm. front of the audience, and she just puts her foot up on the on the the judge's desk and is like, "My laces are screwed. Like are broken, I can't skate. Yeah. They're broke. I can't skate." This I just is need the to Olympics. Fix them. Yeah. <laughs> I need to yeah. fix them and I'll be able to do it. And that's Please. A, there's, a, there's a famous photograph of that. Too, oh, of I that saw moment. it when you I Googled it, yeah. her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is she doing? Yeah. So she's pleading with the judges through tears to let her like go fix skate. And that's like they, and they allow her to do that because okay. they yeah. know that you can't you can't perform at your very best if your skates aren't properly like done. She comes back on. She does her performance. She does a great job. Yeah. She lands eighth at eighth the nineteen ninety four. She she lands eighth place. Yeah. Nancy Kerrigan is also at the Olympics. Okay. And she placed second, and she earned a silver medal. She got mm-hmm. the silver. Yeah. After the Olympics have happened. They resume the trial of Nancy, or they resume the trial of Tanya Harding in the case of Nancy Kerrigan's attack. And Tanya admits to being complicit. Complicit. She didn't know anything about the incident, but she didn't Mm. report that she knew on the incident when it happened. So they were good enough to her that they waited until after the Olympics to hold the trials. Yeah. After they have the trials, they basically, uh, they, they charge her with being complicit to complicit to the attack. They charge her like a hundred thousand dollar fine. Um, they, they give her community service. They charge her with a bunch of different things and that she has to be like, uh, an ambassador for a certain prize. And they ban her for life from the U.S. Figure Skating Association. Yeah, she breaks down because she's like, "Well, I that was rather- her life. That was her life." And she Since breaks four. down. There's a, there's a really touching moment in the movie where she breaks down. Margot Robbie has an amazing performance where she breaks down and she's like. Like make I would rather do the, the the prison time. I would rather spend my time in prison and have that done after 18 months than be banned for life from figure skating. Like this is the only thing I know how to do. Yeah, the next scenes are the prologue, basically. It's kind of yeah, it's the prologue. It's what happened after the incident. So after she's not allowed to skate, which is her entire life. Life, literally. What devastating! Yeah, yeah, she's she's an athletic woman who is rough around the edges, like, and she wants to be in the limelight because that's when she gets the most money. Mm. Um, so she became a boxer. What? Yeah, what? There's a great yeah. So the last scene, the last scenes of this movie is a great like she's in the boxing ring, uh, up against her competition. Uh, just what? getting pummeled. She's not a great boxer, I think. That's what they're portraying. Okay. She was never actually a great boxer to begin, like, in her boxing career, but she did it anyway. There's this really beautiful cinematic moment where she's in the boxing match and she's, like, fighting against 
uh, the other opponent. Uh, earlier on in the movie, when she does the triple axle, it's this beautiful uh, slow-mo motion where she's doing it and she's like rotating over and over again. And you see the facial reaction. And when she lands the triple axle, there's that moment of triumph. Yeah. And they they compare it in this final moment and they replicate it in the boxing match when she gets Mm. punched so hard that she kind of gets like knocked out and falls to the ground and it she does twist. She's kind of twist. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's that, uh, that double moment of like finding a moment of triumph when she's doing a triple axle compared to when she's getting hit in the face and she's spinning and then falling on the ground with blood on the bottom of the mat. But she's I'm so happy. sad for her. Oh. It's happy. It's sad, but it's happy because at the end she smiles and it's kind of that moment of like, she's doing something that means something important to her. And even though there's that contradiction of the first moment when she's spinning and she's accomplishing a triple axle and she's landing on her feet, it's comparing it to the moment when she's getting hit and knocked out and putting on the ground but she still feels triumphant in that moment. But the last, the last shot of the film is that triumphant. Like it, when, when she lands and she does the kind of like presenting, it kind of slows right down to almost like a freeze frame. And that's like the last shot of the film is her landing the triple axle in her moment okay. of triumph. Yeah. Yeah. Alenka. Uh, now's, the, now's the time on the show. Alenka, yeah. Alenka, when I ask you, how many midair rotations <gasps> do you give Itanya? Oh, it's so conflicting because I <laughs> like it, but I don't like it. <laughs> Am I referring to Tanya or Nancy or Jeff? <laughs> I think you're like. Okay, so I give mo- Jeff. Is this a movie you're going like, to watch? A fucking attempt and fall. Fu- <laughs> Listen. Okay, Will, I don't fucking watch the movies. <laughs> Let's make that clear. <laughs> you guys, I don't watch the movies. I thoroughly enjoy the retelling of the movies. And you, you know do, what? Yeah. I, I put on in my real life as if I've seen the movie after the fact that I have heard about the movie. <laughs> so. There you go. People that you know all about it. I do. I 100 do this podcast is actually just your personal pet projects to give you more talking points <laughs> in yeah social conversations. i need i need topics to discuss with people so it this keeps me likable guest is just for your benefit on uh, yeah. pretty much it's just teaching you social skills it is it is 100 percent. i'm like hey have you seen this movie and i'm like me neither but like i know this about it which is literally but i know everything about it i haven't seen it but i know so many things about it okay so i give jeff a fucking one twist in the air fall on your goddamn ankle break it and then it gets infected and maggots start eating away at it jeff accurate accurate that's what i give jeff nancy Uh, tough call because we didn't hear too much about her. Um, I just give her like a, uh, not a ballad. It's like Ed What's it called? Shin, right? Yeah. Mm, I guess you could, but I sympathize. Nancy gets a full sequined gown, floor length. Right. Right. But 
the fact that it's floor length means she cannot compete because she can't function in a floor length gown, but she gets it in diamond encrusted gown. You're welcome, Nancy. <laughs> Just hang it on your hanger. And then lastly, Tanya, she gets a perm where they get rid of that weird curl and they put in a new curl because <laughs> the hair really is bothersome to me. And it's, but she it's probably pro it's very problematic. It's weird. <laughs> uh, I guess that's her natural Not in like texture. Not a social but that's way, fine. just in a just fashion no one, wise, no one, no one a visual that. way. Like, no in a visual way, I like. I thought it was a comedy strictly based off her bangs. <laughs> so also, I give her five years into the future where her bangs are fully grown out and they're not a problem anymore. <laughs> I also would love to give her a silver medal because I right. think she Done. deserves. Yeah. yeah Done. That. That's my rating system is a broken infected ankle, a beautifully diamond encrusted gown and a silver medal. Well, um, if our listeners want to, find you on the interwebs <gasps> Rebecca. How do they do where, it? Where, where can they do that? How? Yes. So um <laughs> tell us. <laughs> I'll tell you. Uh so currently I am a trivia host. Uh I am associated with Descendants Beer and Beverage Co, which is located in Kitchener, Ontario. Um, I am currently hosting a online trivia through Facebook. We are hoping to go off of Twitch soon. But if you look trivial dispute, uh, you'll probably find me. Um, We do uh, trivia twice a week on Sundays and Wednesdays at seven o'clock. And we are in conjunction with TriviaRat.com. If you go to TriviaRat.com slash live. On Wednesdays and Sundays, you'll be directly inputted into our trivia team at that time. And uh, yeah, we do general trivia. It's a lot of fun. It's uh, it's a hoot. It's a friggin' hoot. So uh, come play trivia if you want to learn more or test your knowledge. It's a great time. There you go. Yeah. I don't know shit. So like <laughs> trivia is all and about you know the fact. Actually, that's a great thing because if you don't know shit, you can still win a prize. We don't give prizes out Fuck for off. the top score. Yeah, we don't give prizes out for the top scoring team. If you just interact, you can get a participation <gasps> pros trophy. Oh my god. <laughs> you can get a participation trophy simply by partaking and making a comment on our videos and win. And it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of really good place, uh, a lot of really oh good god. people that take part in it, and it's a lot of fun. So yeah. Well, give us the plug. Well, the plug is if you want to participate, uh, oh, you no. can on our social meds. Social media accounts. I'm feeling this fucking champagne. I know. Yeah, I feel, like, I feel like all of us are so fucked right now. Oh my God. This is Bourbon probably. Champagne. Hello. It's probably. <laughs> Everyone, folks, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. That's at haven't seen a podcast or on Twitter at haven't underscore seen underscore it. 
we do a lot of stuff. I post stuff on Instagram and on Facebook, on Twitter. <laughs> I live tweet the Marvel movies with my girlfriend, Sam. Hell yeah. So that's been Who fun. Who is awesome. Sam's yes, great. I, I will I will pass that message along. Uh, check you? out episode uh, two of this podcast. That's Sam. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You can also go to our website. It's www.haven'tseenapodcast.com. Uh, all the episodes are there, clearly. Uh, there's a big list of all the movies on Like I Hasn't Seen. It's constantly being updated. Grotesque. Because we suddenly think of a movie, and I'm like, hey, Like, have you seen that movie? And she goes, no, never. No. So never then I add it. it to the list because I'm still also the webmaster. Seen it. <laughs> Just like Zach. Yes. yes oh, man. Created by the wonderful Zach Parsons of episode four, five. Fuck it. We four. like to shit on Zach. So, Zach, fuck <laughs> yeah. you and your theme song. <laughs> and you're, but you know what? Uh, he he does nail that high note. He does, yeah. As, as much as I shit on Zach. Love the shit out of that kid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, one last thing. If you want to, if you feel it in your heart, if you were like, I really love you guys and I want more people to know, uh, share our podcast. Write oh a my review God, of our podcast do it. on do iTunes, it. on Facebook, on fucking yes. Stitcher, whatever you Stitcher. See the, see the podcast. You can write a yeah. review, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So just do it. Just put it out there and uh, do it. We will yeah. appreciate it. Uh, you won't get any money or anything. You'll get emotional gratification. Yeah, That's absolutely. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Think about how fun and like complete you'll feel if you just leave a review. I feel like most often people give a star rating when they've had a really bad experience. They're like, oh, God, that was terrible. I'm going to make sure everybody knows. Don't be a fucking Karen. Yeah, okay. don't be a Karen. Be, no Karen. be whatever the opposite of a Karen is. What I, is the opposite uh, fucking, of Karen? Uh, an Emily. A Narak. Narak. Yeah. A Narak. Instead of a Karen. Because, be, a, you know. be a Nancy Kerrigan. Yeah. Be a <laughs> be Nancy, Nancy Kerrigan. Kerrigan For once encourage. in your fucking life. Why don't you try being a Nancy Kerrigan? I'm just trying be to emotionally you abuse be. you. So that you try to obtain more in your life. So you're welcome. <laughs> Don't be the type of person that gets whacked in the knee until they do good. Just do good before you get whacked in the knee. Yeah. It's a great life motto. And I approve <laughs> of that. I'm going to be a big Jeff Galuli and say, comment, like, put us in the limelight. Or is that the what's his nuts? I'm going to be a big old neck beard. And say, be a I'm Sean. Gonna, be a Sean, be a Sean Eckert. Yeah. I'm going to be a Sean Eckert and say, give us a follow. Give us a like. Comment how much you liked drinking fucking champagne and bourbon. Because I think yeah. we all did. We it's enjoyed it thoroughly. Oh, yeah. Even though Will had red fucking wine. <laughs> we had a fun time. <laughs> Hashtag did you? You did. Uh, you guys, we'll see you next week. It's been a fucking blast. Thank you again. Until next time, continue to watch movies. Just kidding. Don't watch the movies. Have your friends tell you about them. Bye, babies. Love you. Bye. This was a Brain Freeze podcast.